Make your next career move your best. Verizon Retail offers the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits starting on day one, including product discounts and tuition assistance. Apply today at verizon.com forward slash retail careers. Yo, yo, I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your pusher. The world, the world is about to feel, about to feel something, something that I'm they never pusher. felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard. I sell it with my whip. It's off the hard. I'm the What up, what up, what up? San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio. People up in Tyler, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Rudy Jay's running a little bit late. Sam spin the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this first segment of the day is is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Uh, feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show or anything that's going on in the sports world that you want to weigh in in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Um, also... Um, Real quick on a programming note uh, today, uh, we will be uh, cutting out of here uh, early today due to UTSA basketball. Uh, so we probably will be out here about 325, 327, give or take a couple minutes. Uh, we're scheduled to have our, um, you know, weekly recap with Sharpside. We're actually going to be joined by John today. Uh, James is out having to take care of some business. So John's going to join us again. So we'll still have that scheduled at the top of the hour. Uh, but that's the, uh, programming, uh, note for today. What's up, Sam? Not much, my man. How we doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Ready to go. We'll wait for Johnny B. Uh, lately, Rude, to get through here. But uh, just to give an idea of what we've got brewing on the docket uh, today, um, of course, there's quite a few to get uh, get to. Uh, we had your San Antonio Spurs in action last night. Uh, you know, made to made sure that I tuned in uh, to see most of that game. Um, to get my early look on uh, the Spurs, and I understand it's it's minus a couple pieces. You know, of course, no Derek White. I think Kelton didn't play, wasn't there yesterday. So I get it, but there's definitely some thoughts on it last night that I want to share. Um, in that game as well, too, the man that's being talked about the most um, in this basketball season, uh, offseason as we get into preseason, is James Harden. Um, he was uh, he was in that game yesterday. Of course, the whole trade demand: does he want out? Does he want to Philly? Um, you know, all that. It was his first game. Um, you know, he hadn't really practiced too much with the team, but that was his first preseason action. We only played two preseason games, and uh, James looked like he was hanging out with Luca a little bit too. Uh, because if you didn't tune into yesterday, we talked about how Luca went viral in regards to his little weight gain, and James Harden looked like uh, he's been to a, quite a few clubs. Uh, and strip clubs as well too. So those you know? turkey legs we saw. Those <laughs> the turkey, turkey legs, legs he was getting the day after uh, the bubble. Oh yeah, okay. So he had James had too much turkey legs. Now there is, a, you know, again, I stand by what I said yesterday in regards to these guys being world class athletes, professionals. Uh, supposed to take care of your body. Everybody knows if you're a professional athlete, I don't care really what sport, it's a 365-day job. It's, it's not like in the 60s and the 70s and even in the 80s and some of the 90s where, uh, you know, baseball, football players like, hey, well, that's what we use training camp for. We're going to come in and get shape. No, most of the athletes that are making the kind of money today, it's, it's a 365 job where you're supposed to be going ahead and be prepared to go. Now, with that said, you know, after, you know, thinking about Luke and then looking at Harden and, and, you know, we talked about on the show that James is a guy that puts in the work he does. I started thinking like, OK, do I want to give them a little bit of pass because of the 2020 situation and the bubble, what it took for them to finish 
uh, last season, and then you have the quickest turnaround uh, in NBA history in the offseason. So a lot of these guys didn't have an opportunity to really have an offseason. And some of these guys, just like normal people that work and go to their job and tour course of year, want to blow off some steam um, in regards to a vacation. So maybe that's a little bit of it, uh, per- perhaps. I got to yeah. keep my eye out to see if I see anybody else that's obviously – you know, in this quick turnaround, yeah, where to go. and I can hear the sympathy for sure there. Yeah. I mean, because it's 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 absolutely you know untreaded waters. I mean, right. we like it's absolutely new. But at the same time, in, even in the press conference last night after the game, uh, uh-huh. Tim McMahon asked Harden, you know, what were you doing in Vegas and Atlanta? You know, what was the reason for the trips to Vegas and Atlanta when the rest of the team was in training camp? I think it's one thing to come into camp shape or out of shape. When you're actually coming into camp on time and you're not holding that's out, another, that's another. The true. fact that Harden was in clubs in two different time zones and neither one of them were the time zone where he should have been with his team training. Uh-huh. That is the thing that came up. And Harden answered uh, after Tim McMahon asked him. He goes, "I was just training." And then Tim McMahon said, "Well, your team was training here. What were you doing there?" And he's like, "I was with personal trainers." Wow. So I mean, he he's, he he obviously knows yeah. the, the look that he's given off. I, I that's true, and and that's a good point. The way you put it that way, I think also you know it's one of those situations to where you know there's an article out there today on ESPN. I didn't get a chance to read through all of it, but what you're starting to see, you're you're starting to get some people that work with the Houston Rockets. Uh, I'm not going to use the word secretaries, but you got some people that work in the administrative office with the Houston Rockets. Uh, We'll call them suits. And they're kind of talking and pulling back the curtain uh, in regards to really what it's like, uh, what it's been like the last four, five, well, hell, six, seven years with James Harden in that building and and how how much pull and kind of where things are where James goes. And and the, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I think it goes to where what we're seeing is, and I don't have too much of a problem with it. Like I said, I haven't read all the articles. Some people will uh, because at the end of the day, it's a team sport, but I have an assistant up to know it's also a business. And also basically regards to some of these superstars are technically right under uh, the GM and the owners as VPs or whatever you want to call them running these businesses, I mean, which is the team. So if you can uh, negotiate an extra leverage of where they're going to treat you with star treatment and you want to stay over a town that you feel that is the town you like visiting and you don't want the team playing leading for two days if the schedule is there, that that's might be a dose of reality or a dose of shock to the fans, but it doesn't shock me that some of these guys are or has got that pull. So James is about to go, and the reason also I bring it because because where we're at, it's a lot, and we didn't even touch on it, but the, the other day, I mean, there's a lot centered around where people are pointing the fingers at, hey, man, look, look how how dare Kawhi, how dare Uncle Dennis, what the hell are they asking Don't for? No, no, but the thing is, but now you're seeing this article of what it's like for James Harden and what he was demanding behind closed doors. Newsflash, there's a lot of guys in the NBA that are doing this. This is this is just the is way of the, the new Tim NBA. McMahon, McMahon story is that who wrote it about the, the yeah. you got some I'm calling them suits. You got suits that are pretty much starting to leak and tell you how really it is what James was getting away with. Now that he's forced the Houston Rockets hand, and one of the things that you were kind of ahead on and you chronicled and you broke down, which they kind of have an article is like, look, at, and and you know I even heard Scott Van Pelt say this last night. It's like, yo, every Dwight Howard, Chris Paul. Russell Westbrook. I mean, they went out and they did everything. Let's not forget for they made him a star. Not yeah. made him. His game made him a star. But they were like, hey, you don't want to come off the bench and you want to be paid superstar money? Come to H-Town. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook all in the videos, dancing. Come to H-Town. So let's not leave that part of it out. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's just going to really, I think, open the, the, the open the light and shine the light on these the very selective few. But there are some superstars in NBA that get away with a lot of things that not even a quarterback on a national football team can get away with of an Aaron Rodgers. Of a Patrick Mahomes, I, I that's that's the way that I feel. But hey, I don't really have a problem with it because at the end of the day, they well, they I think you you if that's what the rules are playing, if that's what everybody's playing by, and that's what we're doing, and if I've earned that right, and they're going to let me do these things and cater to this, why not? Well, and it's not on that level as far as like planes, trains, and automobiles and practices and things of that nature, but it. 
that went on here too, as far as like, like you'd be shocked. Like I, I, over the years I've gotten, and Calvin knows this as well. Over the years, we've gotten to know different media members from different markets. And you would be shocked some of the obligations that other stars have in other cities that was never was never the case here. Like, you have no choice in certain cities. Like, you think Steph Curry wants to talk every night? You think LeBron wants to talk every night? You think they want to do radio and television in their cities every night? No, they don't want to do that. But they don't have no choice. Here, they didn't make, they didn't make them do that. Again, that's on a smaller level, mm-hmm. but it's still superstar treatment. Like, Tim don't feel like talking. Tim's not talking that day. Manu, Tony, same thing. So, it's again, it's not to that level. Like, yo, hold the plane. I got a Muay Thai class. I'm, I'm, I'm running a little bit late. Not to that level. But there were still certain things that other stars in other cities had to do that they didn't have to do here. So, I'm just furthering along your point that it goes on everywhere. Yeah, and that and that, I think it is, and I, I think you know James, uh, you know he he he's got a you know Sam was sharing with us in regards to the back and forth with him and his question after meeting. I think James got to understand it's like, hey, you brought this upon yourself. Deal with it. I mean, you got a teammate, and like John Wall said at the game, like, hey, you know, uh, that's I ain't gonna speak on that. That's his business. You know, I'm here to try to make sure that we, the Rockets, can get better every game, whatever. I mean, it's put John Wall, who's at, uh, you know, maybe he's not at John, uh, I mean, James Harden superstar status, but John Wall is still. Well, the time when he was healthy, one of the top players in the league, uh, you know, top 15, 20 guys in the league. So to me, um, there, James got to deal with whatever comes with him. And if it means that people that worked in that organization that are not even on the team, uh, that don't travel with the team, but they know the NBL where they got an office job, whatever, and they start leaking stuff, uh, to reporters and saying, this is how it's really been with him. Now that he wants to go out, James got to deal with that. So there's nothing really groundbreaking in this report. I like I said, I didn't read through it with a fine tooth comb, but but to me, it's just those things. Like, hey, if we went into a city where you know James liked to visit, whether it be Miami, South Beach, L.A., or whatever, and the schedule allowed it, James made it sure that he didn't want the plane to leave. It was going to be a stay overnight. It was going to leave. It was going to stay a day over. Most of the time, most of the time in the NBA. The reason I guess that's a big deal because most of the time in the NBA you don't stay. Yeah. Most of the time they 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 bail yeah. up out of there. But also one of the things hey, James, that you know James if likes to get out. Yeah. so I can see if, that if it's one of those things that he had a prior engagement, or if it's something with his endorsers or sponsors right. in a certain city, uh, it would situation. He'd be like, hey, you know what, man? Can we reschedule practice? Can we just do it tomorrow? Do whatever they were allowed to do that. And really? that's the things that you heard see, now, with yeah, the that's Kawhi. Di- that's doing, different level but the, stuff. But this is what's going on in your league, though. That because to, to me that's it just, it's too much of it in general like and it's not breaking news because I feel like if people if fans look and see that nine times out of ten when a guy wants to get out of town and he's under because keep in mind James Harden not one not two he's got three years left on his deal three oh, it's three wow I three it was two. years okay. three years so it's one of those situations to where he's doing this with three years and most likely. He's going to end up getting what he wants. And again, that's why I said it just falls into where one of these GMs and one of these owners are going to have to come together and they just going to have to take the, to fall on the knife for the, for the, for the franchise. For, not for the franchise, but for the NBA, the logo. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, because there's nothing Adam Silver can do. No. There's, there's nothing, I mean, they're, they're not going to stop paying these guys the type of money that they're paying them. There's nothing that they can do. You know? I mean, because, because again, if they've got James locked up and they gave James that type of money and he's talking about practice and change of practice, whatever, can you imagine? And I don't even think, and he's probably not that guy because he's not Americanized and spoiled like James, but look, for example, the Greek freak. Can you imagine what he could ask for up until the time oh just two God. days ago that he signed the extension? But guess what he does? Whether if it's see, his brother coming t- on the squad. But see, that's what we talked about with Kawhi. Don't abuse your power. We 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 had we had we dealt with somebody for four years that abused their power, and we hmm. didn't like it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. And I don't have to I, say no names. But but this is what I'm gonna say though. Again, we're gonna move this question to just think okay. it's Uncle Dennis and it's Kawhi that's asking for oh, these days. Yeah, the yeah, project. Gotcha, this gotcha, is the NBA. Gotcha. This is their culture. This is the culture. Not everybody. Not not just one or two people were juicing in baseball. Man, it wasn't just a batter. Some of them pitchers had it too. A.K. Roger Clemens. This is the climate that they playing on, and this is how they're acting. When we get back, we'll get to Santos phone call. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back.
At night I can't sleep, I toss and turn Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned Four walls closing in, getting bigger I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on All the All right, trigger. back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760 This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis Keep in mind, First Serve Tennis has been serving Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Antonio, for over 25 years, they offer same-day professional racket restringing. Also, they have all the name brand and apparels and the rackets and in apparel as well, all the name brands. That name brands that is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, so uh, before we get to the rest of the docket, uh, but, yeah, that's my thoughts on uh, that, and I'm pretty sure it will be more news over the days as more stuff leaks out about him from that article. But uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Santos. Santos, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Santos? Hey, guys. Happy hump day. Hey. Same hey, to um, you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to call in and um, and comment on Shallow Cow over there. And you've been calling out these big boys in the NBA, man. Let them enjoy an offseason. Have you ever seen a movie Shallow Cow with Jack Black and he sees all the skinny girls as big girls and the big girls are skinny girls? Like, no, I haven't I seen. I don't know that, if I've though. seen that one. No, with Jack Black. I know who Jack Black is, but yeah, I don't I think I've Jack seen Black that one. Is. Is. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. So it's Santos, without within general, so you you have a you have a problem. Um, you're called here because the screen caller says you put it as NBA fat shaming. So you have a problem. <laughs> you you have a problem from radio guy basically holding professional athletes that are getting paid seven figures a year. On their job, and part of that is to maintain and shape 365, and that's that's a little bit too sensitive for you. I mean, not so much for me. I mean, it is what it is. It's your body at the end of the day. Whatever you choose to put in it, and <laughs> however you choose to take care of your body, it's up to you. I work out every day as much as I can. But with that being said, Cal, I mean, these guys just came out of a bubble a few weeks ago. I mean. If I, if I had that much money and at that age, I'd probably be living it up too. And, and with especially with COVID in 2020, I'd be like, man, you don't even know what's going to happen in 2021. I'm going to get it in like I fit it in. And, you know, it's preseason right now. I mean, yeah, I'm a pro athlete, but at the same time, I mean, I'm only 21 or through 25 one time and I only have this much money for so long and nothing's guaranteed. I mean, NFL stands for not for long. Yeah, but the NBA money is guaranteed, Santos. And also, I mean, at the end of the day, they're public figures and they're athletes and they live their life in a public eye. And basically, when they've got a guy that's basically going into his 18th year in the NBA by the name of LeBron James that spends about $3 million or $2 million on his body, those are the guys James Harden and Luke and the rest of those guys are chasing. So that's the standard I'm going to hold them up to. So you might have a problem. What? Not everybody's a Kobe. Not everybody's a Kobe. Not everybody's LeBron. No, Not you're right. But you, you, you've got. That's a fact. But, you, a fact. but that's a fact. But you got guys seventh, eighth, ninth on the bench that ain't making 150, 200 million dollars a year. That's taking care of their body year around. If, if that's your job, which it is, it's a difference when you're talking about you at that age working a regular job and then trying to find times to get into Gold's Gym a lifetime. You're comparing apples to oranges. It's not your job. So that's the difference. That's the difference. You got that, Santos? I heard you loud and clear. First okay. Time. Okay. Oh, man. Appreciate the phone call. Gracias. Thank you. Adios. Yo, so check this out, though, Cal. And and then I put this on the docket, and this is why. You like that with Sam? Yeah. It's not funny. Um, this is why. Hilarious. When I, uh, This is why when Pop said, hey, everybody was attentive, everybody's eager, everybody came in in shape. This is why I was like, hey, you know what? This isn't normal. 
There's a lot of guys that, that play. That's true. There's Good a lot point. Of, there's a Good lot of point. guys that come in. Not a lot, but there's a few guys you that are going to come that. in out of shape. You did say and, that. And you know who reminded me of that? Your boy Jonas. I, you got to get on Jonas. He tweeted me that. He said, hey, remind Calvin when you see this James Harden that he poo-pooed on Pop talking about people. No, yeah, yeah. The, the, I was like, you know, Jonas, Jonas don't yeah, forget anything. No, he doesn't. He's, he's a miniature salami. But, you know, Jonas, this is yeah, – this, this For real, is, Sam, this, Jonas doesn't this, forget anything. This is the deal, though. Yes, you're right. You but said you just, that. I, I know what you're looking yeah, for from the Spurs. I, I, I know like, why well, you said okay, that. Okay, well, that's, that's – well, my whole point of that is to bring – I'm like, when have that's ever been a problem down right. here? No one's ever – we've never had a problem with guys being professionals. And that's what I was trying to get Santos with his uh, Nacho Libre hey, comparison. Know, some movie. I've seen that one with Jack Black. But Did he know, play Nacho Libre? Know what, though? Like, come on, Santos. Santos just don't want you fat shaming people, man. It's not fat shaming. We're talking about professional athletes. Why? Man. Did you feel like We're James talking- was fluffy? Yeah, James was thick last night, man. <laughs> Everybody saw that. I mean, that and, and and to me, it's just like, yo, when you are that guy, you can't like. There's this. First of all, it, and I said this before you came on. I was talking to Sam. Is like part of me was kind of looking at like, okay, well, you know what? This is the oh, this is man. the part that Santos left out. It's it is part of that. You know, this has been an unusual year. This is the quickest off season turnaround in NBA history. People in the bubble. So maybe I was trying to give a pass, but then Sam was like, well, "Wait a minute! I see you trying to be reasonable, but you know, James was asked point blank last night, where were you at while your team was in training camp?' And what did James tell him? He said Sam? he was in Atlanta or Vegas. So we all know that Harden was in Vegas and Atlanta. And last yes. night after the game, Tim McMahon, who wrote the piece that you were referencing uh, earlier, Rudy, he straight up asked Harden. So what were you doing in Vegas and Atlanta, even though we all know the answer? And Harden said, I was training. And then McMahon followed it up. Well, why were you not training with your team here? You know, why did you need to be in Atlanta and Las Vegas? And then Harden's answer was, I've got personal trainers. Mm. Hey, props to McMahon for even standing in there. Oh, McMahon, he doesn't. He's he don't not care. Scared of, no, no, he's he not. He would go after anybody. Because he used to go after the Cowboys pretty tough, too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, him and Carlisle have had a. a multiple, oh, he's gone at multiple, it with Carlisle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. no, he's good. He's a great reporter. Yo, so, I mean, we know James' lifestyle. He was traveling around with little Baby and Meek, and we know James' lifestyle. So, we know. And then when you look at him last night, you know what he was doing. He was chilling, but. But you can't have that, it both ways, I don't, though. What do you mean? You can't have it both ways to where you're getting these perks and you're getting everything that now is saying how you were. And you, first of all, on a new coach, you know, um, I think, was it a few weeks ago? Um, I think, yeah, called him out. Him. Yeah, he did. Steve Way to help always- a black coach. I, I mean, you're coming. You're, I don't you're, think he, don't you're, think he you're, owes Silas Jr. anything. No, but no. it comes down to a point where I'm looking at even. Him. I'm looking. Am I supposed to help every black no, man because I'm a rich black but, man? But Rudy, but when I'm looking at it, forget take the black coach out of it. Take the fact of the organization. Okay. James been through Let's two owners. James has been through two owners since he's been with the Rockets. A couple GMs. What I'm saying is, is that. If you were the first one to well document that, hey, they're doing everything for him, they're bending over backwards, or like I said, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, James, his best friend, and Russell Westbrook, and you got a new coach, you've got two acquisitions that got some skins on the wall in this league, and DeMarcus Cousins is coming over that's been through injury after injury that's trying to get back. you got a guy, John Wall, that's coming up to injury. These guys are not chopped liver, and I looked at some of those other pieces last night against the Spurs, like, yo, if James just relax and give it some time to, to the thing, this might be be a better situation than even he had under uh, D'Antoni. But it's it's the culture that's in the NBA with the superstars. When the big shoe contract comes in and it's and it's eight it's yes. nine figure money on the shoe contract, ten figure money on James case with the shoe contract. Then it comes in when you've gone through a couple of these other contracts extensions. It's like okay, but you don't get to come in like that, even slipping a little bit, and then sit there and do no. That like that to me, you know, looking at looking at uh, me looking at um, Pam Oliver on the sideline and like, yo, man, what's Pam doing in the quarantine? That's fat shape. That shit. I'm looking at a yeah, professional athlete who's part of and their job is to stay. You no, know, like it's just a, in general, in general. Like if it's let's to a female, yeah, let's clear that up. Oh my gosh, it's an example. I know. You know, I'm just clearing it up. I haven't for seen our, Pam Oliver forever. Know, we have female listeners like, what's wrong with Pam? Like, so let's clear that up. I know as an example, I'm clearing it up for the listener. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. Pam's wigs come could on. use some work. 
See, look at that. That's just oh, totally out of line. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here Love from the sister. Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Smoothie King at the Rim, they have a variety of different flavors to choose from. Make sure you try out uh, their immune builders as well, too. Keep that immune system up during these times. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um. Okay, before we move on that, because you had something to knock, you said that you wanted to the the downplaying of players showing up and out of shape. You wanted to revisit that. Is something no, that you was what add? I was talking about as okay. far as with the Spurs. Okay. Oh, okay. That's what you're yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And speaking of, uh, who's that? The legend, or I think that's Mr. Parker, Charlie. Oh, Mr. that's Charlie. Roll Tide. You can't tell. From What's up, album. Charlie? Roll Tide, baby. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that, Charlie. Hey, um, I feel that. Um, let me turn the thought That's here. That's the legend. In the NBA, um, before we move on to like, just real quick, because I know we're running on the short show today, but uh, I, my thing with the Spurs last night, um, and this is the deal, and like I said in the opening, I understand, you know, uh, no Keldon, no Derek White. I know the, the team, a couple guys, Mr. Peace was in there. Uh, but this is where I, you know, through their only second preseason game, it's like what do you, you like know, and what do you not like? Well, even though it's preseason. Um, well, I like I like um, Trey Jones' energy on defense because that's what I'm looking oh, for. And to me, I just feel like it's you've been hard. On defense it's, for years. it's hard uh, being born and raised here and following this team in this era and 20 years and this whole run and basically knowing the identity. Even a little bit before Pop even got here, you can go back to the Bob Hill days. Um, and having the ID- identity in the two one zero next to the Riverwalk, uh, whether it's the Alamo Dome or the AT and T Center, that the one thing you could count on the identity of this team and their franchise would be defense. And um, I can already tell that kind of where it's been the last few years. Um, and it's it's early, it's second preseason game, but. The to me, I feel like because I because I watch his body language and his coaching and his timeout speaking with Pop, Pop's to the point where I think he has like his defense. The way I look at the only way Pop at this team, I think feels feel for in reference to driving them about defense is if you don't run back on the other side of the court after a tur- after right. a turnoff. Right. That's it. The other thing about, you know, 10, 12 years ago about, hey, making sure you feed that, that you push him to the weak side of the help and to the bigs in that way. He's going to let that we try, He's giving up on that, man. And it, and I can see it so sitting on my trans- couch. Now it's just transition man, defense. It, it's just that they don't have an identity. If you're in Pittsburgh, man, and steel country, you can go. It doesn't matter, Bill Cowher. It doesn't matter what those people that work in the steel mill, damn it. When they look on Sunday, they look at their team like, we've, we better have some defensive guys on the name of some people's lips. We better be able to run the ball. That's why if you got a team that's got two losses that started off 11-0 and and people up in the we in the Pittsburgh and that area up there, Okay, they're going crazy because what is this we're doing? We can't stop the run and we can't run. They know they got in. It's the identity of teams and franchise championship franchises. And they have done a 183 so totally away from that because you can, it don't matter who's out there. Like it takes somebody that won the defensive ACC player of the year to get out there in the garbage or in the fourth quarter when he gets the time or whatever to sit there and say, I'm naturally a defensive guy and I'm going to move side to side. And the last thing I will say is that. This is this might I don't know how I feel and this could be be careful what you wish for or ask for and the fact that they've given number 12 the opportunity the green light to shoot when he wants to from the three point line. I don't he know shot, if this He shot four threes last night. I, I don't know if this is going to be a good idea because I think really you're just going to really mind take it. I don't mind it because you get the other guys get to operate in the paint should they want to drive should they want to drive and kick. Now I don't know what his percentage is going to look like. I know I think he shot like 40% last year, but I understand him getting out of the paint. So 
uh, Murray, DeRozan, Walker, whoever else is out there can operate in the paint without it being mm-hmm. a cluster butt. And uh, just one last um, thing before we move on from the Spurs, Lonnie Walker, 17 points, 6 of 11 from the field, 3 for 7 from the three-point line. Shout yeah. out to Michael Bartlett. Yeah. I know he's listening. Well, he's not, he's not feeling. I don't know he why he's not feeling Lonnie. He ain't feeling Lonnie. Bartlett ain't feeling 40, Lonnie. Those 40 to 1, the most approved player yeah. in the Bartlett NBA. Bartlett ain't feeling Lonnie, so shout out to Bartlett. No, the he Lonnie gonna looks. He's going to come in here. Lonnie hey, looks, I just let you know. Lonnie looks, I mean, Lonnie looks good. Lonnie's one of the bright spots that you can see probably taking that leap and going. I'm all good with him, but. The identity of the team and, and just to go that way. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. But like I said, let's get Kelton in the fold. Let's wait till we see Derek White and, you know, kind of go from there. It's only the second preseason game. True. All right. Before we go on, let's keep it going. Let's go to Martin. Martin, you on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, Martin? How you doing, gentlemen? Great. Right. Man, I'm a Rockets fan, but, you know, you know, when they got Harden and I started to see the way you play, I said, man, this this team – is going to struggle. I hope they trade him. I'll pack his bags because he, you know, to me, he'll never be a rocket. A rocket's like. Hey, Washington, D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns. The excitement of a last second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here. So now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for week seven. And placing your bets at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1 800 522 4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com Corey, you know, uh, Kenny Smith, Hakeem, and uh, hey, man, I need Pam Oliver alone. She's a good one. <laughs> That's real, yeah. Pam. But no. <laughs> I um, like Pam. Um, I get you, Martin. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to be a situation where I think all indication is that they're they're going to make, they're going to drag this thing out. You know, they're going to make him, you know, playing. I just looked, I was like, damn, you know, hell, John Wall, Cousins, him, Couple, a uh, couple guys they got, um, you know, coming off the bench, and it might not be so bad, you know. Um, I don't think and, so either. And, and it's uh, just so like said, if he relaxed, but he wants that, out. Who you talking? No, about I'm the saying, but no oh, Harden. Yeah. I mean, but he wants out. He doesn't yeah. want to be, be patient with it in the process, you know. Uh, but we'll see. But I think eventually, I think they are going to make it uh, go. Also, last night we saw college football polls. What did you think? What stood out, or what did you what what did you have in the? Um, well, everything's the t- pretty much staying the same for the examples thing- of a uh, couple things at that five and six. Yeah, Iowa State jumped Florida. Then my brother in law was quick to call me and let me know, hey man, Florida only dropped one spot. That lets me know if we if we can somehow shock the world, we they might let us in. I I, I quickly. AK-47, that out of the air, shot that down. But uh, to me, nothing surprising. Just to me, it's just disgusting. It should make you want to throw up. It should make it, it should make you want to jump ship. Unless you spent big money and you're still paying student loans. Like, if you're just a passerby college fan, you didn't graduate from the college, it should make you sick as a UT fan to see Iowa State at, numbers, at, at a higher spot in the CFP polls. That, that Texas has ever been since the poll era started. That should make you. It should make you mm. gross. Again, if you had, if you didn't pay money, and you're not still paying student loans at UT, you need to come on. You need to come on with me. It's time to jump ship until they get Urban Meyer because, and under no circumstances, and I'm going to stay on them because you know we got Mac. They got Mac Brown out of here, and they just thought that that was going to fix everything. And we've come. Then they've come nowhere close to anything that Mac Brown has accomplished. So to see Iowa State at number six in the CFP poll somewhere Texas has never even sniffed is embarrassing. So that's what I took from and I'm gonna stay on them until they until things change. There's something I want to add to that too in okay. regards to the college playoffs when we get back. You listen to the sports grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club. We'll be back.
right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, Tiger Sanitation, they're a great company to work for. They are hiring. They're always hiring. They do a lot of things in the community and the surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, Again, to clarify, because I got another uh, message from uh, Herman. Come on, Calvin. Be nice to Pam Oliver. She's a beautiful lady. There's nothing wrong with oh her. Oh, my goodness. I Didn't never said anything. we Pam. love Pam, man. Yeah. She's a professional. We love yeah. Pam. Yeah, there was nothing wrong. I just used her as an example to sit there and say, you know, that's different from looking at a quarter of a billion dollar athlete that's getting paid a quarter of a billion dollars and saying that, hey, he just enjoyed himself a little too much uh, because he was younger and he's entitled to do that, according to Santos. Okay. College playoffs before we move on, since we're up against it today. Yeah, um, did you want to the add one to I want to add is the thing that jumped out to me is no, they didn't punish Florida as much as they should have, uh, and dropping them um, that way. And number two, the, it's just the the thing that really bothers me. And like I knew that the chances again, but the team that really just totally is just not even being talked about in the conversation, even on the back end, and they just allow everybody to constantly constantly leapfrog over them, and that's the Cincinnati Bearcats. You, are Cincinnati. you upset that they're not getting respect? They're not getting respect. They're undefeated. Um, you know, and this is, comes back from the committee because that's what they're doing. Like the the naked eye test is never and never more full in effect. I've been talking about that for years in this show since we started this college playoff with balling it for salami over years when he come in here with the technical computer data and say, hey, well this is this is what the computer no naked eye test, and then that's never more than what is being used today because that's really what it comes down with Ohio State. It's the naked eye test, knowing that, hey, this we we know what players they were coming back from that semi game against Clemson. We know that they come out, even though that, hey, we only go five games. They we just know on that thing. So with that said, the naked eye test should be giving Cincinnati Bearcats more love than what they did. I just have a problem because they keep letting some of these teams leapfrog them or whatever, and they could hold their own. But but it kind of goes back to what you were saying about the rich athletes. Like, you're not surprised. Like, you're not surprised that someone not in the Power Five isn't getting respect. No, but I've seen this over, but I've never seen a Power Five team that's been as good as Cincinnati. Not not a Power Five. I mean, not a Power Five that's as good as Cincinnati that's basically getting one loss, two loss, to constantly leapfrog them or kind of not even getting in discussion of where they at. I mean, where'd they come in at last night, Cincinnati? Oh, damn. Good one. I have it. I had it too. Hold okay, up. just let I me know where they. Because outside of Alabama and Alabama's best, I think they could hang with anybody. They're at nine. They're nine. behind Georgia, Florida. So who? Okay, since you want to play that game, well, you're not jumping anybody in the four. You're not jumping a And M. So six through nine, you have Iowa State, Florida, Georgia, Cincy. Who would you have Cincy jump from Iowa State, Florida, or Georgia? Who would you have them jump? I would say jump Florida. So you would have Cincy at least at seven. Yeah. I mean, Florida, I, I'm sorry got through a shoe, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry got through a shoe and talk a personal foul, and they let a team that's had a abysmal season at LSU beat them when they're one week away from the SEC championship game. I'm sorry, but no, Florida shouldn't still be ahead of – they didn't punish so them enough. So you would have them ahead of Georgia and Florida. You wouldn't have them jump Iowa State and be at six because Iowa State has two losses as well. Iowa State, that's another one. I mean, so come you on. Might, I mean, so in your eyes, you think Cincy should at least be at six just from the naked eye test. They could play with Iowa State. They can play with Florida. Like the only team that they probably on a neutral field that they probably couldn't really hold their own again, and that's if and Alabama's kicking on, clicking on all four cylinders. They play good defense. They can score the ball. I mean, it's just – and no, it's not a shock that a non-Power 5 team is not up there at six or five, first one sitting out. But it's I've never seen a Power 5 that's been undefeated this late in the game and pretty much – on the naked eye test, and they're just getting disrespected. Like, Florida should have dropped away. They should basically be really just going to Atlanta to play this SEC championship game and be an opponent for Alabama. They shouldn't, after losing to LSU this late in the season, there's no way that they should even be able to sniff close of any scenario getting in, even if they do beat Alabama. The only thing, and I had this conversation earlier with the guys this morning, was like, yo, if James, I mean, if if they had a conversation with James, if if there's a situation where I've always said that the SEC, if you win that game, the committee, no matter what, two losses, one loss, would basically honor the SEC championship game. And you know what? If you Florida would do, them? if Florida would, if Florida would do something to happen 
to do that, that brings that to jeopardy. Where like, even if Florida would shock the world and beat Alabama, are they really still going to put that Florida team so. into the? T- so right there, that would probably be that's more of a shock to me. Saying, "Wow, this really happened." More than uh, Cincinnati kind of not rushed to be in there, but that's that's my thing on the uh, college playoff. But we're, we got championship weekend this weekend. That later coming Friday, we'll break that down. Also. Um, when we get back, like I said, we're going to be joined uh, by John from Sharpside. We'll do our right. thing, and then after him, we'll have about one segment left before we get out of here. And there's some couple things on the docket that we can okay. touch on that you have real quick uh, before we get out of here, and then we can parlay some of it back till uh, tomorrow. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam. Spinning the one and twos. And this next segment is going to be presented by GT Bets. Keep in mind, get in the game. It's game time. Uh, don't forget, coming up here next week, we'll be talking about the five days of Christmas, giving you the promotions that GT Bets were doing. And also, don't forget, if you go to the referral box, when you make a deposit, they're going to match it. If you deposit 100 they're going to match it 100 You got 200 in the account. Also, keep in mind, don't forget to choose your select your favorite team where every time you place a wager on that team, you get your half a point for free. That is GT Bet's official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And right now, we're going to be joined by John, John of Sharpside Sports. What's going on this afternoon, John? What up, John? What's up, fellas? How's the sports grind doing today? Doing all lovely. right, man. It's lovely. It's hump day Wednesday, man. Hump day Wednesday. And, uh, you know, we're coming off fresh, which Rudy had it kind of on the docket a little bit. We touched on it yesterday, uh, but we're pretty much – there's a couple things we're going to cover today, but we've got to talk about, uh, you know, the grotesque beat on uh, Monday <laughs> night uh, with the um, let's play, um, you know, keep away in the backyard uh, that resulted into a safety – um, and then, you know, if the line went off at three or three and a half in some spots, it was three and a half. Uh, it really allowed, you know, the Baltimore Ravens to cover that number by winning at five. Now, there's an, uh, there's there's a fallout to this that I want to talk to you about and give you my opinion on. But do you have have you heard the numbers that that kind of swayed in regards to financially dollars wise that that swayed that swayed on that that particular play? Yeah. So first off, uh the team and myself, we rated that game at plus 2.7 Cleveland Browns. So we didn't see enough to make a wager on it. So I was sitting back with a beverage in my hand, chilling, watching the game, and thank God I didn't <laughs> wager on that because that would have been ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, the amount of money that was swayed now this is only Vegas. I don't know the numbers on the East Coast, but it was seven seven figures, mm. uh, upwards of two million, and that's just in a couple of places like MGM. I know released that and Caesars released that. So obviously, you know, a, a pretty monumental swing and one of the biggest swings I've. I mean, shoot, that I can remember in quite some time. Hmm. Yeah, I and, and you know the the fallout to this, and 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 we kind of touched on this earlier, but I. To me, and this is a perfect point to kind of share with the listeners, is that, you know, what I'm hearing, and and I get it because it's twofold, and this is, I think, the gift and the curse when you have more states that legalize sports gambling and you've got books out there like DraftKings. Because when I hear the reports that DraftKings, and I'm hearing that it's confirmed that they did it, that they're going to refund some of their players that were on the Cleveland side money because of that what happened, uh, that bothers me. I'm totally against that. I mean, because at the end of the day, you for for one, in my opinion, it's part of a promotional marketing tool. And to me, everybody knows that follows the industry, the sports gambling industry, that DraftKings cannot operate in Nevada. 
You know, Nevada has shut them out because DraftKings is really the vehicle that's caused a lot of these, you know, these these states to kind of say, hey, you know, it's working in Jersey. So when DraftKings say, hey, man, we'll be good guys. That sucks if you're on the wrong end of that. You know, we'll go ahead and refund that. I just think that opens a can of worms. I mean, I think it's a needle to Vegas that they can't stand because I can't remember, um, you know, of ever hearing Vegas, even before we got in other states participating before DraftKings came to the game, refunding basically bets on just bad, like bad losses, bad beats. I mean, that's a part of it. You know, when you sign up for it, that's a part of it. And I just think that that's 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 uncharted territory where this is like the second or third time I've heard them doing this. You know, when we go back to the New Orleans Saints, bad pass interference call. It's just one of those things that I just I don't understand. And I just feel like, you know what, this is the, the getting in dangerous territory. But that's my thoughts on that. Well, you got to look at it, I, and I, I, I'm with you on the fact that it's 100% a marketing ploy. But the the goal for DraftKings right now is to gain market share, right? I mean, yeah. that's the only thing that they're trying to do and, and trying to accomplish. And any publicity is good publicity. That's the famous term. Hmm. And if you're going to publicize that you're going to refund, you know, a bet that potentially shouldn't have happened but did happen. You're going to have more people who are uh, not used to the game and, and not used to wagering be more susceptible to, susceptible to be going to your website or your app now that they know that this is, this is a, a, a part of it. Now, it is setting a bad precedent that I, I wouldn't personally, if I'm running DraftKings or FanDuel, would set, but that's, that's not me. And going back to the game, we've, I've been in this – this market and I've been doing this professionally for, for quite some time. And when I watched the greatest place kicker of all time, jog out onto the field with eight seconds left. I know from watching football, it takes four to five seconds to kick. And that's about it. So, you know, that Cleveland's going to get the ball back with a couple of seconds left on the clock. And they're going to get the ball back on the 25 yard line. And the only thing they can do is pitch it around the yard. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like it's a a college or game or an NBA game where someone throws it up at the at the buzzer and they don't go back and check the buzzer because it doesn't have any significant outcome. It's there was a play and it was snapped. You had two seconds on the clock. Everybody knows what they're gonna do and it happened to, to result in a safety. So mm-hmm. in that regard I'm 100% with you, Rudy. Now, the whole, you know, the social media coming up in arms, uh, in certain scenarios, like maybe a basketball game that's, you know, Helen Keller School, the Vine versus LSU, and uh, the school throws up a buzzer beater at half court and they don't even check it. I I might buy that, but for a a Monday night football game to to have that type of outcome, it's, you know, it's, you, uh, that's kind of the, the hand that you're dealt. Yeah, it's part of it. I mean, they, you know what it goes up when you push send on that app or you go to that mutual counter. You know what you're, you know what, exactly. the, everybody knows what's at stake. Now, on a brighter note, uh, talk about like, because we're coming to that time in the season, the NFL season, where, you know, you can get these at the beginning in August where you get certain value for them, lines change there, but there's still places that you can get futures on Super Bowl winners. So what are, what are you hearing in regards to Super Bowl uh, you know, futures on teams realistically out of the teams that are going to probably make the playoffs of that. Where, where are you looking at movement and where money's at and who you got on the radar and what's up with the Super Bowl futures? So it's interesting. The biggest line movements obviously have been Chiefs from 3-1. to one. They're now basically even money, plus 150 in some places. But for the most part, you know, you put down 100 bucks, you win 100 bucks. So that's the biggest move that – we've really seen and then that has transpired over the season so far Steelers obviously have fallen back Tampa Bay has fallen fallen back who full disclosure we picked Chiefs prior to the season we picked the Chiefs last year and we picked the Chiefs in 2018 so we've ridden this Patrick Mahone train as as basically as long and as hard as you can and you can ride it so we that's that was our pick okay now, what I'm looking at and how I think, and you guys can disagree with me on this, is I think there's four legit teams that can make the Super Bowl. I mean, you can scan the list, scan uh, who's leading the conference and, and who is, is, is coming up in the division. I personally think, and, and we've had conversations in-house about this, the Packers, the Rams are 
really the two contenders we look at the NFC. And the Bills and the Chiefs are the only two teams in the AFC. Not um, Pittsburgh. Not Pittsburgh, Rudy. And reason being, you've got to run the football in come January and come February. And mm. they're averaging 54 yards a game wow. past two months. That ain't mm. two weeks. That's two months. Mm. So you're just relying a lot on Big Ben. And that's something that we can't get behind, and that's something that, that we don't think can really – translate and be consistent come January. And, you know, the in, on the NFC side, I'm, I'm with you on one of those with the Rams. I'm still the jury. I'm not really sold too much on Green Bay because they've kind of burnt me in the past because I think Green Bay, with this under LaFleur as their head coach, you know, I saw it twice with the 49ers last year. They, you know, they got blown out in the regular season. They went down there in the NFC Championship game again. I saw uh, go back to week three or four when they played the Bucks. Uh, you know, Todd Bowles' defense played them physical. I just feel that the physicality of their de- defensive line and offensive line and I really think it's the offensive line it really concerns me if they run up against a physical team in regards to trying to get over the hump so that's the only one I can see why you like them but I that's the only one that I would sit there and say but I, I'm with you on the Rams and on the AFC side uh you, you again you said that was the it's uh, the ones that you're saying right now with the money there's oh, Kansas City the Chiefs, that, that's, that's okay about it. I, I don't okay. see it. and everybody talks about how the AFC potentially is wide open I, we just don't see that and mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, the, Kansas City is going to have to play their D game, and the opponent's going to have to play their A plus game just to have a chance. And you Agreed. saw that Sunday. Agreed. 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 One hundred percent. Yeah. Is Baltimore going to play an A plus game? Can Lamar Jackson throw for three hundred yards and keep up? Probably not. Can Baker Mayfield and company keep up? Probably not. So we really think that race and that the AFC won't be as interesting as the NFC. Now the NFC. You you could make a case for the Saints, maybe, but they're limping in yet again. Last year they limped in and they got beat by the Vikings. So we really just see, and, and I'll leave you with with uh, on on the NFL note with this, uh, Calvin. In terms of of Rogers and, and company, there's only been three seasons where a quarterback has thrown for 40 touchdowns and seven interceptions, and the two seasons are by Aaron Rodgers, and he's on pace for another one this year. So hmm. he's clicking nice with before. You don't have that, that stout 49er defense to, to, to stop you to go into the to Super Bowl and go into Tampa. So it's plus 7-1. Seven, seven to one. We, we love that. Hmm. We're joined by John from Sharpside Sport. John, outside of you know the Nets, Lakers, what's because we're, we're about to tip NBA off here. What's sexy future wise y'all looking at as far as, cause I know James always tells us y'all really stay away <laughs> from the top, top teams, but what's sexy See, as far that, as this future. Is where, this is where we, we differer on that one. Really. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, fill me in on what you think as <laughs> we, far as futures we, we have, NBA we wise. Have some sort of, of banter, especially. And then we also have staff members who say the same thing. Uh, the NBA is as, as much as they want to preach parody, there isn't there is none in the league. <laughs> right there isn't any okay so there's four teams that you can really ride and my our my strategy where it differs from James is I pick a team that I believe is going to make it and when I ride it out I don't hedge I, I don't do anything uh, of that nature so for me I, I do believe that the Lakers are gonna are gonna repeat that's the one team that I'm looking at I don't see anybody in the east um, that can really challenge I think the bucks are a year away or a piece away. I think the Nets are a year away or a piece away, especially with you don't know how Durant's going to come off the injury. So I like to stay with what's got me there, and I like to so. stay with what I've seen. And, and that kind of brings me to another point, too. When you're betting on these early NBA game listeners, you need to be in, at least weary of where you're going. You know, Fortune 500 companies, they protect the principal. They don't. They don't lose money on the principal. Mm. And when you're doing these early games, there's been so much change within the league in terms of coaching, uh, role players, bench players, things of that nature. You don't know how everything's going to mesh. For example, Alvin Gentry with New Orleans ran up and down the floor all the all day long. That was their offense. Forty percent was transition. Stan Van Gundy is more of a half court guy. He runs it about seventy percent in the half court. He, when he was with Orlando, he was in the bottom tier of transition points. So you just don't know how that team's going to react to a new coach. You don't know what the pace is going to be like. You don't know how the team's going to gel. So when you're looking at these games and when you're going to be betting early NBA games, 
bet with what you know. So if teams have stayed together, that's a little bit easier to predict than a team that's, let's say, got four or five new guys and a new coach. Hmm. Well, you made Rudy smile over here with that Lakers pick because every day that's since not, we've come out, he's kind of let me feel like we don't even know why we got to break down the NBA season because it's a foregone conclusion with the Lakers. Yeah, and I, and, games, you got to fill the, the airways, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I feel you. We'll see. Yeah. All right, man, John. Well, appreciate I appreciate you, you checking in with this man, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, guys. Take it easy. Have a good day. My All right. man, you too. All right. All right, so there you go. Um, yeah, man. I, I love I, I to think, be a fly on the wall when they're disagreeing. How do they come to the conclusion of what they're going to roll with? Or yeah, that's the whole point. That That's just the whole point of just having – I mean, that's why I tell and I'm always preaching this show. Everybody's got their own. If you do it professionally, everybody's got their own system. I mean, it's about coming – there's a thousand different ways to skin a cat when you're looking at a line and trying to handicap uh, a, a game, whether it's the NBA or the NFL or college. That's just the way it goes. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crime. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, Double Days Pizza, they have the newest location off of Alamo Ranch. They still have their location in Leon Springs. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, before we get out of here, Sue, there were other couple of things that you kind of had on the docket that we'll parlay some, but one of the ones I just wanted to touch on here real quick um, because I definitely want to get into, you know, you had the idea of what the AFC East could look like in quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, I let's talk we about that tomorrow. Today. Yeah, let's talk about that tomorrow. But okay. the, uh, the other one, um, you know, had some questions. And, and yes, yeah, shout out to uh, uh, the uh, coach at Stanford, the women's basketball Coach, you know, she came up through with Pat Summit, kind of had her uh, and, and, you know, and her, her wing. Uh, she became the all-time winners coach in women's basketball. I know how much respect you have for Summit. Yeah, That's yeah, why I figured yeah, we didn't need to bring yeah. that up. Um, and also, real quick, because you had this, what's up on the Michael Jackson estate? Yeah, HBO, they did some stuff with him way back in the day, something, some Neverland um, special. And during that time, just him being at his time, had a non-disclosure, you couldn't use any of that footage for anything that could make Michael put paint Michael into a bad light. And sure enough, later on, some of that footage was used in one of one of the cases he was against and the dark and, and the estate. Michael Jackson's estate won a hundred million dollars from HBO. And I think that stems from that whole thing that special that I think that Oprah took place in took part in. Oprah um, was in that? Because I think you're talking oh, about the one yes. she did the interview, and I really, you know, like I, I said, Oprah lost yeah. a lot of respect in regards to that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's you know, Michael gave her an interview. She was she was the first one to walk in uh, Neverland, but um, I didn't hear that, but props to them <laughs> because I thought it was totally bushly, and you know, HBO, you know, they lost Janet Jackson over that documentary because Janet was supposed that's to do right. her, con- they were, they had the rights to do her concert to her latest, her last concert, I think last year, a year ago or two years ago, she was on a big tour. She pulled them because they released that documentary because you had two guys, two of these, they were kids at the time, but you had these two dudes that basically on a witness and whatever said that this wasn't true, this and that, and then time passes, the man dies, and then all of a sudden they start, well, you know, that's not really what happened. I, it was me, it was smoking to high heavens and I really was disappointed Oprah even taking uh, part with that but that's I guess is a stem out for that hundred million pays to have good lawyers at a state because that, that's that they said that's what a good hundred million blanket and what's the other one's name oh I don't even know you get some good I don't money. even know oh yeah man they ain't got nothing to worry about I think I was hearing the word blanket was supposedly be there everybody thinks that's really Takashi 69 is blanket Stop. you heard that one <laughs> Sam and the conspiracy let's theory. get out of here yeah man. you didn't hear about that go? That they thought if you look at some of the if you look at the pictures before Takashi got all the tattoos, people were thinking there was a bunch of people out there saying like, dude, that's blanket. Yo, only on the sports grind was we say Takashi Six Nine is Michael Jackson's son, dog. I'm glad that, it's a short show. That I'm was, glad it's a that short was show. Out there. Get me out of here, dog. That. I've never it heard took, that. You didn't hear no. that was no. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. I gotta go look at Takashi pre tats. 
It's like when he was at that prep school. You know, everybody gets to college. Yeah. Like, he didn't cover no streets. He didn't want like so a was uniform. Was he the one he almost school. dropped over the balcony? That may be why he went for a turn for the wrong. Well, I don't know. But if you go look at those pictures prior to him having tattoos. Tomorrow, more, I know we may, it may be. But tomorrow we got to get to, I had Sam pull it. Did you hear Tom Cruise meltdown on the Mission Impossible staff? Wow, he, no. He went off. Someone broke COVID protocol and he laid into them. We'll play it tomorrow. Sam pulled Damn. it. Damn. <laughs> okay. We'll play it tomorrow because I'm sure we got to yeah, get out yeah, of here. We yeah, got to play that sure. tomorrow, man. Tom. Well, Tom, at least they're back working, so we shooting a movie. Yeah, and that's what Tom's pissed about. He's like, hey, man, people losing their homes. People losing their homes. We're not shutting this film down. Don't do it again or your ass is fired. Tom well, went I, off, dog. It's about I, a two, yeah. three minute meltdown. Yes, I can't wait to look forward <laughs> to that. That's funny. How did that come across your radar? Someone was someone was rolling audio. Someone yeah, was, some one of the crewmen released it, sold it to the Sun tabloid paper over in London. Wow! So and I didn't even know we're up to part seven. We're on seven Mission yeah, Impossible. I, I kind of I, 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 uh, five and six are the two best since the first one. Yeah, I kind of stopped yeah. on the after the first one or two. I didn't know we were up to that number yeah, anyway. We got to listen to that tomorrow. Definitely. All right, man. Special thanks to producer the show Rudy J, yes, myself Calvin Sam, spin the one and two San Antonio Corpus Laredo Austin Del Rio people up in Tyler people up in Shaw City people down the whole three hundred five South Florida region when that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you the snooze button for you out the rack just ask yourself you grind in peace see you tomorrow. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts.